Well, most of you know, if you were here last week, uh, that I wasn't. My chair happened to be empty. And so as Pastor Keith went forward in worship and in service, uh, he was the one who came forth with the second part of the second installment of our Lord Have Mercy series. Uh -huh. So today, today we bring to you the third leg, the third installment of that series. And so the historical text tells us in Matthew's Gospel, which is the version that I just read for you again, uh, tells us uh, of a hysterical man whose hyperactive prayer was that Jesus would heal the histrionic seizures of his son, uh -huh, his little boy. Uh, but you also heard me read from Mark's account, which is a parallel to the story in Matthew. And, and we like Mark and uh, Mark 9, beginning at verse number 14, because Mark gives us a, a little more detail as we see the boy actually having a seizure, Dr. Brown, when that evil spirit sees Jesus uh, on the scene. Uh -huh. That this boy who couldn't even speak uh, has no control over his body, uh, is thrown to the ground, he foams at the mouth, uh, he becomes very stiff and rigid, he's grinding his teeth, and you can just imagine as a parent standing beside your child experiencing something so horrendous that it must take your breath and break your heart into pieces to watch this happen and there is nothing that you really can do about it. And so we see this playing out in Mark's gospel before the Father, before Jesus, and before those who were onlookers in the crowd. Just as, just as any caring and decent father would do, the man, he comes and he begs Christ for mercy on his son, and he petitions Jesus to put an end to the suffering that this little boy has to endure. Oh, oh, his circumstances, my brothers and sisters, were not pretty. His situation was not at all pleasant, but they were prevalent in both the dad's and the son's lives. What they desired more than anything was for Jesus to have mercy. Uh-huh, uh-huh, to cry out, Lord, have mercy. I believe Pastor Keith already put it out there last week, was to be like Second Chronicles 7 and 14 tells us that, number one, we must humble ourselves, that, number two, we've got to pray, and, number three, we better learn to seek Jesus while he may be found. Oh, somebody, somebody, somebody ought to be a Second Chronicles 7. 
2014 kind of a Christian. For the Bible, the Bible has already been for sure to reveal to us those who have cried out in the midst of their personal crisis, Lord, have mercy. Oh, somebody remembers in Matthew 20 and 30 that there were two blind men sitting on the side of the road, and they heard that Jesus was passing by, and they cried out, Lord, have mercy. Oh, who can forget those ten lepers in Luke 17 and 12, as Jesus entered their village, they stood off at a distance, that, that social distance in there, baby, can I tell you, and they cried out, Lord, have mercy on us. Oh, how can we forget? How can we forget when we think about mercy? We can't forget that Jesus in his sermon on the mount in, in Matthew's gospel in the fifth chapter declared, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. That God, our God, our wonderful God, provides new mercy each and every day. Is there a witness in the house this morning that has received the very mercies of our God? So, 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 what we are going to tell you today is that we have to trust God for the new mercies to come each and every day. That, that we know that some people right about now feel like they are at wit's end. They are. They are in dire straits right now because of the circumstances that seem to block their trust in God. You see, can I tell you that something like this pandemic has left so many people asking, where is God's mercy? I wish I had time to tell you all the mercy that he still has, that he still has bestowed upon his
we can expect power at the source. We can expect uh, power yeah. at the source. Like we're yeah. going to the Exxon gas station, they fill up our tanks. This man went to the source expecting. He went expecting just what he was looking for. Uh, he went expecting compassion and he went expecting healing. He felt comfortable uh -huh. going to Christ and asking for mercy. He felt convinced that uh -huh. the answer to the issue could be fixed by God's yes. mercy. Yes. He felt compelled to ask the one that could contort this situation, meaning change that whole situation around oh for his good. He Whoa. didn't shrink back past the eye. He, he didn't yeah. shy away. He didn't That's give good. up. He just said, I'm going to be there expecting to get a blessing. And he expected that he would get it from the source because he knew somewhere in the deep recesses of his mind that the source would take care of his problem. In short, wow. he wow. expected mm -hmm. a blessing. I, I want to know uh, when there, there are some of you out there, mm -hmm. when you know that you know that you know that you're going to the fount of every blessing, don't you expect to be blessed? Uh -huh. I hope that's you today because I know when I go to the fount, I'm trying to be blessed. I want to feel his presence. I want to feel his blessing. When, when you go to the source of all healing, uh -huh. don't you expect to be healed? Uh -huh. I hope that's your case today. And when you go to the source, the source of all power, mm -hmm. don't you expect to see things change? Yeah. And when you can see clearly now, because all the rain is gone, God has moved the rain away. Point number two, let me tell you this, uh, if he did it before, he can do it again. Bless him. If he did it before, he can do it again. You see, this man expected to be blessed because he probably saw Jesus feed the 5,000 mm -hmm. with two fish and a few hush puppies, as some like to call it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he expected it because he seen it. He expected to be blessed because he probably saw Jesus heal B.B. Y'all know who B.B. is? Oh, blind Bartimaeus. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, he, and he saw him heal him of his blindness. So he probably expected to be blessed. Uh, he, he expected to be blessed because he probably saw Jesus raised Lazarus from the grave after he'd been in there sticking for four days. Uh, 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 he he uh, probably expected to be blessed on top of that because he probably was standing around somewhere and saw Jesus turn water into wine. My God, maybe. So he couldn't help but expect to be blessed. Uh, I know in my own life I can't help but expect to be blessed when I see the good things that he has done, in spite of me, how he turned things around, in spite of how we have, have put them out there on our own, we've seen him do the miraculous. So this man expected that he could be blessed by the best. And he went on expecting new mercies every day. Are you expecting new mercies well, today? Well, we just want to ask that question. Do you do you have great expectations today? I, even in this COVID-19 
kindling of an eye, and you will, he will rearrange your situation and give you just what you need. I hope that that's you today. Well, 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 can we give you just a few, uh, a couple more things before we close out this part of the Lord Have Mercy series. Point number three, Pastor Keith has given you two points. My third, and our, our third point is expect to hear showers of blessings. Yes. Uh-huh, because even if, even if the man in the story didn't see all the miraculous yes. things uh, that Jesus had done for him, uh, he probably heard about the great things uh, that Jesus had yes. done. Uh, yes. uh-huh, you see, it's hard to keep quiet uh, uh-huh. when this level of mercy, uh, I mean, these undeserved blessings. Yes. Uh, I'm talking about the blessings that you can't afford, uh-huh. the, the blessings that you can't buy. Yes. Oh, God, uh, these kind of blessings that are being poured out on a <coughs> daily basis that come our way. Yes. Now, why? Why did the man, why did the man bring his afflicted son to he who had shown mercy? I'm sure there was a doctor somewhere in town. Yes. I, I'm sure there was somebody that he could have looked up and, 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 and said, I'll take him over there. Yes. But Yeah. <laughs> 
with keeping God's mercies from landing at your door every day. I thank God this morning. I bless his name this morning for great expectations. We pray that you are like the man and his son. Something may have you falling to the ground, foaming at the mouth, grinding your teeth. You may have something that is taking root in your spirit that looks like, seems like, feels like, will never leave you alone. But I remember Matthew wrote it here. And Matthew 17 and 18. Then Jesus rebuked the demon and the boy. And it left him. Something about to leave you. That mm. you thought was never going to leave you alone. From that moment on. From that moment when the mercy met the boy. From that moment, the boy was made well. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, and let us pray. Oh, gracious God, our Father, we're so grateful and thankful for this opportunity that we can come to your people. Yes, that we may be able to open our mouths and place in their hearing a word from you. God, a word that transforms, a, a, a word that, that lifts, a word that breaks bonds and chains, yes. a word that helps us, oh God, to look up, yes. to look out, and to see your mercies are still on the horizon. Yes, yes, yes. We thank you, oh God. Now we ask that you will restore within us our virtue, oh God, that we shall still, oh God, be able yes. to speak words of life that help your people to come to understand that there are great expectations yes. still to be had. Yes. Hallelujah. So, Lord, we thank you that we're still able to breathe, to move, and to continue to be salt and light that you called us to be in this earth. We thank you, and we say amen to the Father, amen to the Son, amen. and amen to the Holy Spirit.